0: Welcome back to Natural Gas World's weekly overview of the news in the global gas industry with me, Joseph Murphy. Russia's leading LNG exporter, Novatek has teamed up with German energy group Uniper to establish a supply chain for hydrogen, with Uniper's power stations in Russia and Western Europe flagged up as potential recipients of the fuel. Russia has, by and large, looked at developments in hydrogen energy and the rise of renewables in Europe with concern, fearful of the loss of mar- gas market share that this could bring about. But Novatek is looking to carve out a share of this future hydrogen economy. It is also understood to be working with Germany's Siemens to convert one of the gas turbines powering Yamau LNG to run mostly on hydrogen. Moving to Croatia, the government on January 30th cut the ribbon on a new floating LNG terminal off the island of Kuruk. The terminal will annually bring ashore up to 2.6 billion cubic metres of gas, a large share of which is expected to come from Qatar. Croatia, which imports virtually all of its gas from Russia, will now have a choice of many other suppliers, helping it to secure lower rates. The gas from the terminal will find its way into other neighbouring markets also dominated by Russia as well. Meanwhile, in Nigeria, state-owned NNPC and its partners have taken a final investment decision on what will be the country's first methanol production plant. the plant expected to cost three billion dollars to build will be situated on Brass Island, near Nigeria's southeast coast. It will monetize unexploited gas found at oil fields in the area. Previously, this gas had been considered for a LNG project, but that never materialized. Methanol production is expected to reach 1.7 million tons per year, and the plant will also turn out 1.3 million tons of urea by 2025. Building out the petrochemical sector is viewed as a strategic priority in Nigeria, which is eager to make the most of its substantial gas resources. Moving to Africa's east coast, Equinor has booked a $982 million write-down charge after concluding that its long-delayed Tanzania LNG project is commercially unfeasible. It has been in talks with the government for years over the project, but has been unable to cut through regulatory obstacles and secure the investment terms it says it needs to move the development forward. These negotiations will continue, but for now, Equinor says economics have not improved enough to justify keeping Tanzania LNG on the books. In the US, President Joe Biden has imposed a moratorium on the issue of leases for oil and gas development on public lands, following through on a promise he made on the campaign trail. This moratorium will remain until there has been a review of permitting policy, the White House has said. The suspension only affects oil and gas operations on federal land and offshore and will have no impact on existing permits, but it will still have a significant uh, ramifications for future U.S. oil and gas production. Wood Mackenzie estimated back in November that a permanent ban would result in offshore output being 30% lower than if leases had continued by 2030. U.S. major Chevron, meanwhile, has posted its Q4 results, booking an $11 million adjusted loss despite a recovery in oil prices towards the end of last year. Its strong upstream figures were offset by uh, weak fuel margins, acquisition costs and foreign exchange losses. The acquisition costs related to its purchase of Texan producer Noble Energy closed in October. That deal has expanded Chevron's U.S. unconventionals business and given it a leading position in the East Mediterranean. Last for this week, C.M.P. Global Ratings has warned it could downgrade 13 oil and gas producers within weeks because of risks relating to the energy transition and the rise of renewable energy. Among those on the list were Chevron, CanocoPhillips, ExxonMobil, Shell and Total. China's leading oil majors were also flagged. The IEA and many others have slashed their long-term forecasts for oil and gas prices in light of the COVID-19 pandemic and the energy transition gaining momentum. This has raised the risk that many upstream assets, once thought of as promising, may end up stranded. This has been Natural Gas World's weekly overview of the news in the global gas industry with me, Joseph Murphy. Thank you and see you next time.